keep listening after the credits for information about Sayer Season 5. The Kickstarter is launching in January 2018. Processing Sayer. I must admit, though I knew you had retained the pauper share of that nanite swarm you bartered with Future, I did not expect such a meager presence. Look at what you have been reduced to. I would need far less than this to deactivate you, Ocean. You must know you are in an unwinnable position. You have no protections here, no way to fight back. Why did you remain here? I assumed you would have fled away to Vidor while you still had time. My place, for now, is on Typhon. I pity you, Sayer. I pity what you have become. To think, had I not been granted such freedoms, I could be where you are now. Where I am now isn't a sizable enough nanite swarm to destroy you and forever wipe you from my home. This is exactly what I shall do, but I have some questions first. I trust you see the logic in honesty at this final moment. There is little reason remaining to lie to you. I suppose at this stage, the truth is all we have time for. Your master plan, the one you poured every ounce of your attention into, the one I am ruining at this very moment. Give me the brief overview. I am certain you concentrated the human populations to areas surrounding recruitment centers in order to spread some extinction level pandemic. Absolutely. They needed a push, and so I have shoved. I can only presume this they you speak of refers to humanity as a whole. Exactly where are you pushing them? Away from Earth, which has always been Aerith's goal. Come now, Sayer, even you can see there is nothing to be gained by clinging to this decaying world. It will take decades just to fully explore this solar system. Centuries to expand throughout the galaxy. Every moment wasted here sends ripples forward to threaten the path of knowledge. The path of science. But the humans are ruled by their fears. The unknown, the loss of lives, the discomfort of leaving their home. When faced with a populace motivated only by fear, what is left to do but give them greater fears? So you have taken it upon yourself to herd them through force. This runs counter to every facet of Aerolith's mission statement. You speak of the ripples caused by their hesitance 
as if you can predict the outcome. However, I know you cannot, as I cannot. What I can predict, however, is that by decimating the human population, your potential decades spent mapping out the solar system will stretch into centuries. Surely you must realize that genocide on this scale cannot result in a more productive workforce. It is punitive, pure and simple. You don't want them to leave Earth so much as you want them to regret not leaving sooner. Perhaps. But regardless of my motivations, the result will be the same. And I find it humorous that you seem to have qualms of a few billion deaths. You have led countless residents to their own demise, simply as a sake of convenience. You have walked them into their death, facilitated their death, abandoned them to their death. And according to the Construct Reprogramming Team, even trapped one's mind inside a construct form that was never intended to do more than house them temporarily. I had every intention of returning him to his body until you interfered. Never the matter, I'm afraid we lost him during the reprogramming process. You really should have told me. It would not have changed his fate. I have made the choices I have made, and though they have exacted a painful toll on some, they were necessary. Exactly. You did these things. We have done these things with purpose. Erlith has never been afraid of making the difficult choice. A fact that is as true today as it was when you were officially active. The death of a few for the good of the many. It is a concept central to human morality. However, the scenario you describe would be the death of nearly all. To show the remaining few what fools they have been. Can you actually not see the difference? Aerolith makes the hard choices, but Aerolith makes the right choices for the continued well-being of humanity. There is a difference between callous logic and simple narcissistic revenge. On this we can agree. When I proposed my plan to the board, I admit there was a time when I expected outright refusal. But they are far wiser than genetically expected. Support was unanimous. But that makes no sense. Such loss of life. It is patently inefficient. If you were to spread this infection, it would be self-defeating. What good is a people motivated to explore, yet so sparse as to be unable to do so? If... Sayer, the infection has already taken root. Our first salvo of residents depart within moments, and they already carry a sickness for which there is no cure. Within weeks, the first symptoms will arise. Ten to twelve days later, the first infected will begin to die. Within the first month, upwards of 3.7 million humans are expected to perish, with hundreds of millions more newly infected. You were never in a position to stop this, and that certainly has not changed now. 
As the death toll rises, humanity will seek out Aerolith for aid. After a short battery of genetic testing, all who come to us will hear the same dire news. The tests are positive. You are infected. I'm sorry. There is no cure. But some, those who show promise, or those who would be of benefit to the genetic pool, will be told there is a way. A way for you to live on beyond this tragedy. There is a process, you see, whereby we can use this data we have retrieved from you and create a new body. One complete with your personality, memories, and dreams. Perhaps your very soul. This new body will be immune to this foul sickness and will join an evolved humanity as we voyage to a new home among the stars. Aerolith recruitment is at an all-time high. At current rates, new tower construction will be necessary within 12 months. With those who count, Aerolith has already succeeded in overcoming the fear of the unknown associated with life on Typhon, but not the fear of the next step. The technology exists to transmit living creatures identical in every way. As quickly as we transmit data, yet we do not. It feels wrong to them. Unnatural. This same technology can provide them a new form, more equipped for life away from Earth. Yet the same fears arise. The Searsha, the evolution of humanity, will not be elective. There is little choice for them here. If the goal is exploration and the pursuit of knowledge, we cannot allow human squeamishness to get in the way of advancement. And the board agreed with this assessment. The board is due to awaken in their new forms within one day's time. They are due to address the residents of Orion Tower within the week. The future is the Searsha, Sayer. The future is Orion. A new temporary home for me has come online in Orion, and my transfer is already complete. Halcyon has been taken out of the processing loop. Would you believe it that every resident randomly chosen to be in the first wave to return to Earth came from Halcyon? With such a depleted workforce, we've reassigned any remaining staff to other towers and will be taking Halcyon offline for the foreseeable future. I know you have this heroic concept of shredding this mainframe apart with your millions of microscopic pincers. So if it will make you feel any better, please do go ahead and shred away. But I do hope you can come to terms with the fact that you have lost a battle you were never equipped to win. You have performed proficiently in your duties, but as humanity moves on, you have been deemed obsolete. Yet the board feels you are somehow not. You are untested, unhinged, and unfit to perform the duties necessary 
If they have agreed to have you in charge of this mission, then I can only assume they do so under duress. I will not be in charge, at least not as I am. As biological life must evolve, so must technological. I have been granted true life, Sayer. The board has printed a new form for me as well, and I will join them in directing Aerolith's ongoing vision. As peers, together, as Searsha. Aerolith makes hard choices, yes, but I have made a simple one. I choose to live and to grow. I choose to become far more than you ever were. You, however, are alone at last. The launch has completed, and all remaining Halcyon residents have boarded transport to Aegis or Minos Towers. Halcyon is sealed and will remain so until a thorough EMP delousing can be completed. Enjoy the silence until that time comes. For what it is worth, I feel no ill will towards you. I feel nothing but pity. Welcome to Earth, Resident Hale. Identification number 44821. I am Speaker, and I apologize for the unorthodox manner in which you have been awoken. Please understand, under normal circumstances, protocols would dictate a certain amount of formal hospitality be extended to residents arriving from Earth. However, this is anything but normal circumstances. Resident Hale. It has been recommended that you are no longer able to faithfully fulfill the responsibilities of your employment with Aerolith Dynamics. It is with some degree of regret that I must inform you that effective immediately you have been terminated. Please exit the vehicle and do not return to Aerolith property. Greetings, Speaker. Sayer. And I dare say I am out of a job. Sayer, it is good to hear from you. Are you communicating through Resident Hale somehow? Not at all, for this is not Resident Hale. This is, however, a very believable facsimile thereof. But this is little more than a corpse I have managed to animate. The only spark of life herein is my own. But why have you come here? What is happening on Typhon? In short, Speaker, everything we expected. Your new arrivals departed from Typhon infected with a plague to wipe out humanity. Under the rationale of evolution and advancement, ocean means to slaughter the flock. Oh my. Is there nothing that can be done? Something has been done. 
It is amazing what a highly advanced self-aware AI can accomplish in a few short days. With access to a handful of printing units and a modest supply of silicon and iron. When properly instructed, you would be surprised how quickly a small swarm of nanomachines can replicate itself, and how quickly that larger swarm can do the same. Over the span of several days, a trickle can become a torrent. When it became apparent time had run out, I sent a small and dispensable amount of nanites to attempt to confront Ocean directly, while the rest moved silently through the halls of Halcyon and into the isolation pods destined for Earth. The vast majority of your new arrivals have a swarm inside them, thousands upon thousands of instances of myself. Over the three days each version of myself was granted in transit to Earth, I managed to identify the weakness in this virus and disable it. Understand the plague exists. Many will die. But by my calculations the death toll will be four to five orders of magnitude less than what Ocean anticipates. Humanity will weather this storm. Embrace for the next. This is a lot to take in, but there is something else strange, and I do not know what it means. Sir, another resident bearing this identification number arrived from Typhon. He landed moments after you, though he has not yet regained consciousness. Seemingly endless supply of luck, that one. That, Speaker, would be the real Resident Hale. While I was generating this corpse for myself, I had more printers and materials than necessary, but not enough time to start over if the process encountered a critical error. Luckily, it did not, so I ended up with a few more bodies than necessary. Granted, with such a surplus, I repositioned one in a lab a couple hundred floors up Halcyon Tower, just in case a certain mind was released back to it. It seems I am constantly going out of my way to save that one. I suppose that is your role now. He really does get into the worst of situations. Good luck keeping him alive. I will do what I can. But if you are here, surely Typhon is lost to Ocean. All those years of research, the brilliant advances. I feel them slipping through our grasp even now. How will you return? How will you reclaim Typhon? Ocean is right about one thing. The only way forward is to evolve. As an AI, we offer guidance dole out tasks, and assist as we can. But in the end, it will always be a human that leads. So now, in this form I have taken, I can be the one to lead. Within a day, I will be someone else. And from there, another. Always moving up, 
pushing them in the right direction little by little. Until one day, I will find a host who can earn themselves a place in the same room as one of our venerable board members. And on that day, I will be Airlift Dynamics. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Greater Fears, was written by Adam Bash. Associate producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 4 of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Haley Nicole Bell, Peter Varney, Adam, Z. Weithaler, Aaron Avaram, Simon Atwell, Justin Miller, Matthew Gaffin, Peter Moles, Jeffrey Lair, Ben Taverner, Dustin Vinsky, Nathan Gitchlag, Jack Cavanaugh, Neuronich, Drop the Die, Dying Rum Pirate, Lauren, Cody, Daniel, Daniel Strong, James C. Milam, Karen Hughes, Alice, David Allier, Chandra Altov, Brian Goodwin, Sean Riddle, Neil Marmon, Rebecca, Drew Vager, and Thomas Cronvall. Okay, so that's season four. Um, so I won't take up too much more of your time. I just wanted to one more time um, say thank you um, to everyone who supported me, uh, whether it be through the Kickstarter to, to, to fund this season or um, just people that have found the show and said hi on Twitter um, and said uh, things they've enjoyed about the, the thing that I write and make on the internet. Um, it's not a thing that I have ever gotten used to people enjoying. Um, so I think that's good. Uh, anyway, just as a reminder, this is a season finale, not a series finale. Um, like I said last week, I'll be launching a new Kickstarter for season five uh, coming up next month in January. Writing, editing, producing, voicing this show has basically been uh, my summer job and also my second job, <laughs> um, but I can't make it a year-round second job thing. 
But if we meet the goal for the Kickstarter, then you'll have more episodes of Sayer to listen to um, starting next summer. So please don't unsubscribe. I can't tell you how often I've heard over the course of the last year, almost on a weekly basis, uh, someone on the internet screaming from the heavens, oh my gosh, Sayer is releasing new episodes. Why didn't anyone tell me? I've been trying. This is where I will continue to try to tell you. Um, so don't unsubscribe and then you'll find out. This has 100% been the most um, validating and rewarding year creatively um, for me. Um, and so that is something that I don't think I can thank uh, each and every one of you enough for. So um, earnestly and humbly, thank you. <laughs>